Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Grammar Girl here. Valentine's Day is coming up, so I thought it would be a good time to say I love you. Not only because I love you, but also because I love you is a handy little sentence for remembering the difference between a subject and an object. The first question you should be asking is why you should care about the difference between a subject and an object. Those seem like pretty dry, boring grammar terms. Well, the reason they matter is that you often have to know whether you're dealing with a subject or an object to be able to choose the right word. The difference between who and whom, lay and lie, and sit and set all come down to answering the question, subject or object. And all the complaints I get about people using I when they should use me and vice versa, those also come down to knowing a subject from an object. Typical English sentence order is subject-verb-object, or as the experts like to call it, SVO. That means you often find the subject at the beginning of a sentence, and the object at the end, or at least after the verb. And this is true of our little sentence, I love you. I love you is a subject-verb-object sentence. Subjects do something, or are something. In this case, the subject is I, and is doing some loving. Objects receive the action or have something done to them. In our sentence, you is being loved. It's the target of the love. If I love you, you are the object of my affection, and the word you is the object of my sentence. Let's look at some more examples. Buddy chewed the bone. Buddy is the subject. He's doing the chewing. And the bone is the object. It's getting chewed. How about Mary built an igloo? Mary is the subject. She's doing the building. And the igloo is the object. It's getting built. Note how those two sentences also follow the simple subject-verb-object pattern. So the subject is at the beginning, and the object is at the end. Not all sentences follow the SVO pattern, though, so you can't always just assume the subject is at the beginning. For instance, one kind of sentence that doesn't follow the typical pattern is the expletive sentence. There are three mice making noise is an example of an expletive sentence. It looks like it might be a regular SVO sentence, since it starts with the pronoun there, which is followed by a verb. But the subject in that sentence is actually mice. It's the mice that are doing the action of the verb. They're making something. Noise. It's a tricky topic, and I covered it in much more detail in episode 278 a couple of years ago, and you can find that at quickanddirtytips.com. 
I've also talked about Yoda grammar before, as in Yoda from Star Wars. Yoda often uses object-verb-subject order in his sentences. For example, Yoda said, quote, If no mistake have you made, yet losing you are, a different game you should play, unquote. Let's consider the simplest part, a different game you should play. Play is clearly the verb, so to find the subject, ask who's playing. It's you. You should play a different game. So you is the subject. And what are you playing? A game. So that's the object. Just remember that when you want to find the subject, ask who or what is doing the action of the verb. To make things a little more complicated, there are two types of objects, direct objects and indirect objects. A sentence can have both, or it can have a direct object alone, but it can't have just an indirect object alone. You have to have a direct object before you can have an indirect object. In the sentences we've considered so far, all the objects have been direct objects. They were the direct thing or person being acted on. But those were very simple sentences. You need an indirect object when the direct object alone doesn't tell the whole story. The direct object is the person or thing that receives the direct object. So if Mary built an igloo isn't the whole story, and you want to tell us that Mary built someone an igloo, we need an indirect object. For example, Mary built Jose an igloo. Mary is the subject and igloo is the object, just like before. But now you know that an igloo is the direct object, and Jose is the new indirect object. He's the recipient of the igloo. And what about Martin sent Krista a letter? Martin is the subject. He's doing the sending. The letter is the direct object. It's getting sent. And Krista is the indirect object. She's receiving the letter. I'll put a few more examples with the breakdown in this article at quickanddirtytips.com so you can practice if you want to. It's episode 355. To summarize, when you need to find the subject, look for the person or thing that's doing the action of the verb. For example, the loving, chewing, building, or sending. And when you need to find the direct object, look for the person or thing that's having that action happen to them. For example, you, the bone, the igloo, or the letter. If there's an indirect object, it's the person or thing receiving the direct object, like Jose or Krista. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl, and the author of Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. That's all. Thanks for listening. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work. True or false? Walmart has eye care. True. Stop by Walmart to save and browse top designer frames right where you already shop. And they accept most insurance. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart.